Hey ladies, and welcome to the Water with Lemon podcast. This is Emma Cook, your host, and I am so glad you are here listening today. This is a podcast by a 20-something for 20-somethings in hopes that we can be encouraged, inspired, and challenged in this crazy time of life. So grab something refreshing and let's get going. This week on the podcast, I'm talking to Eric and we dive deep into the topic of dating, everyone's favorite. And though this topic isn't directly discussed in the Bible, God still cares very much about the ways that we interact with other believers. And so I pray that this conversation with Eric is illuminating to you and helpful to any of you needing more insight on the topic of dating, including me. So let's get on with it. Welcome to the podcast, Eric. I'm excited to have you today. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and what your life looks like these days? Yeah. So uh, I work with YWAM, Youth with a Mission. So I spent a good part of my year working with refugees in Athens, Mm. Greece. So teaching, discipleship, encouraging. I just did a business training program with them as well. But yeah, I love um, do, do teaching on relationships, dating, communication, conflict resolution, love, love all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So, you know, you say you're working mostly with refugees out there. And so how have things been like in the last, you know, as we're recording, this is kind of a, a time when there's a lot of unrest on your part of the world over there. And so what is, what is ministry looking like for you right now with everything that's going on? Yeah, there's a lot of refugees in Athens. Um, mm-hmm. Greece is kind of like the place where where it's a stepping stone for okay. them to go to Europe. And there's refugees from all over uh, Iran and Afghanistan, uh, Syria, Pakistan. And yeah, they're just all waiting. They they flee to, you know, they're fleeing war. They're fleeing, uh, you know, persecuted life to trying to find a you know, better life for, for them and their, their family. So, uh, so it's a great place to share the, you know, share the gospel with Mm -hmm. the world. Yeah. 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 That's really cool that you have people coming from like all over, you know, and then, and then sending them out too, because I'm sure they're there mostly for a temporary period. Um, Mm -hmm. that's really cool. So you mostly work with youth, um, through YWAM, right. And, yeah, you know, like younger guys, like mid, um, probably mid twenties, uh, early twenties okay. to maybe thirties. Yeah, so younger folks yeah. for sure. Uh, mainly young young men. Uh, not a whole lot of, um, not as many women mm-hmm. that come as refugees, but a lot of young men who are just wandering and trying to find their 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 purpose in life. So it's a great chance to get get to know them and 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 help them and, and tell them about Jesus, no matter where they end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hence why like this topic probably comes up a lot among your, that age group. You know, my podcast is specifically for ladies in their twenties. That's like a majority mm-hmm. of my listeners are either fresh out of college, maybe in college, you know, that time of just like transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're, you know, very knowledgeable about the other species, which is helpful for us to learn maybe a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us about your new book and kind of what led you to write it. 
Yeah. So, uh, I, like I said, I love relationships and dating is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, you know, and I read probably like, like you have, Emma, you've probably read, you know, some Christian dating books and a lot of them talk about, um, who to look for in a spouse or mm-hmm. red flags to watch out for. And, you know, what the, and what the Bible says as best as the Bible can teach us about dating. But, um, I wanted to share from a unmarried you know, guys perspective, um, from, from my perspective and also, uh, share what the, what the process was, you know, Mm -hmm. so not just who to date, but, but how to date. Mm -hmm. I love that. So is that something that kind of comes up among uh, the guys that you work with a lot as well? Like, how do I even approach this? Like, how do I even start? Like, what do you say to them when they're like, yo, Eric, how do, maybe they don't say yo, Eric, but how do they ask <laughs> you for advice about like how to even start dating? Yeah, well, funny story with the uh, Iranian guys. I didn't even know that they dated, um, but it was funny because um, a, a bunch of them know that that I wrote this book and, and they're like, oh, are you translating it into Farsi? And uh, I'm like, do you guys even date? You know, I mean, and <laughs> right. then uh, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we 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 date, but they have you know the same questions about um, how to ask someone out or how to read the signs if a woman likes likes them and how they should uh, you know approach that. And um, you know, one of the friends that I have was just talking to to me because he knows this um, lady's father, and he was asking me if he should ask the, the father be, before he asks uh, his daughter out. So mm-hmm. that was a, mm-hmm. so that was, that was an interesting conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Cause a lot of, a lot of cultures that you probably work with um, deal more with arranged marriages, right? Yeah. Some of the, it seems like the Iranians and they're starting to date. It just, matters of how like Western that they, that mm-hmm. they are yeah, more of the Eastern, uh, cultures have arranged marriages. And in the West, we, uh, tend to date and in Europe, they just, they're kind of friends. And then they kind of just like, quote, get, get together. So that's kind of mm-hmm. their way. Uh, so yeah, so I have, I've taught people from, uh, yeah, really like all, uh, all over the world, but there's, but there's principles that that really applied to all cultures, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So for just anyone who's wondering, like, okay, I do want to date. Um, I just don't know how to get started with that. Like, what are your tips for that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I would say definitely pray, you know. Uh, I like to say that God didn't invent dating, that we did. But mm-hmm. God still cares how we get there. And if God cares about, you know, all aspects of your life, so mm-hmm. why wouldn't he care about who, who you date? And, and, you know, the most important human-to-human relationship we will have on, on this earth, of course God cares who, who you date and, and how you do it. Um, mm-hmm. So I would definitely say pray. And then um, I, would, I would say, you know, Think of some some people that might be a, a good good fit for you. For some people, it's really easy. Like oh, they're like, of course, I know this woman. I I know this man, and I, you know, I think that 
they, that they'd be a great fit, or at least they are curious. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the key is to dating is about exploring your curiosity about marriage with someone. And mm-hmm. I say that if you have no curiosity for them uh, about marriage or already know that it's a that it's a no, then there's really no point in in going out with them. Mm-hmm. And so when you kind of get to that point, whether it's you do want to continue exploring or you realize this is not going to go anywhere near where I think <laughs> I'd like to head towards marriage. What mm-hmm. what do conversations look like for either of those options? You know, it's the DTR, the define the <laughs> relationship, those dreaded DTRs. Um, yes. Yeah, so those are important conversations that define whether you're going forward in a relationship or it's or it's time to go go back you know or 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 just be friends so i would say that if you like someone the easiest way just asking them them out i mean for 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 a guy you know that's mainly what we do and Mm -hmm. it can be as simple as do you want to go out out on a on, uh, on a date and there's no reason to bring up marriage. <laughs> so it's a little intense. So uh, don't bring up marriage. Most people, uh, you know, get what you mean. Yeah. Um, and then go out on some dates and explore that curiosity. And if it grows and you guys are becoming friends, then keep then keep going out. And uh, but as soon as you know that, hey, this person's not really a good fit for me for marriage. I mean, they may be the most amazing person, but if what you form together isn't what, you, you know, isn't really what you want, then, uh, you know, it's time to have that, that uh, difficult conversation of, of going back to friendship. Right, right. And is that something that, um, like, you've had to do and, like, you know, maybe share it a little bit more of your story with us on like what that's looked like for you to have those hard conversations with people. Well, I have, you know, I was engaged a few years ago and uh, that was very difficult. Um, and then that didn't work out. So yeah, um, that conversation is hard to forget. Mm -hmm. Um, and one broken engagement is enough for, uh, for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So don't, Mm -hmm. don't, don't want to go through that again. But, um, you know, I just think it's being honest. And I think um, you're, you're saying that, hey, like, I, I like you or, uh, you know, I, I like you as a friend, but I don't see this going to, to marriage. I see us as being only friends uh, and, and really saying, like, thank you for giving me a, a chance to get to know you mm-hmm. um, because they, like you, risk a little bit of, of their heart, uh, in those dates. And, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely tough. So I would thank them, maybe compliment them, but, but be clear that, that this, that this isn't a a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, kind of giving some things that you enjoyed about them or Mm -hmm. different things, you know, while also leading to but, you know, I would like to just stay friends, um, which is OK to do. You know, I think yeah. some people are scared, scared to have those kind of hard conversations. And so they just continue on, you know, and say, well, this is what 
you know, there are some good things, but there's like some non-negotiables too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, and that's the thing about dating that's tough is that, um, you, you, you are exploring, you are getting to know them and, um, people that you didn't think would be a great fit, you know, like suddenly you, you, you find that, that you love hanging out with them. You love being friends with them. You, your, your attraction grows for, for them. And then other people that you go out with, you're super excited. You think, man, this, this has got potential, but then you actually go out on some dates and you're like, Oh man, it's really not what I, what I, what I thought it would be. But so you don't know unless you, you try and, you know, if you're curious at all for marriage, then to me that that's enough to to warrant a few dates. Yeah, for sure. To at least give it a shot, right, and continue on. So, what what are some um, like I guess things to look out for? Um, signs that maybe it is some besides the fact that maybe you're not compatible, you're not enjoying time with them. You know, you want to enjoy time with somebody that you would potentially spend the rest of your life with. So besides those, like what are some, um, I guess red flags or just things to look out for and that you might, that might lead to that conversation of, I'm not sure this is going to work out. Yeah, I think um, whenever you feel that anxiety, you know, there's there just some, something like in, in, inside of us that uh, like that internal compass, obviously it's the Holy Spirit working. And when you start to feel that no or, you know, or just uh, you, you, you may like them as a person, but what you actually form to, together isn't what you really want or um, maybe there's a difference in values, like you want to have kids and they don't want to have kids, or um, they want to do missions in Zimbabwe and you want to live in your home, you know, in your hometown. I mean, those are all great things. Have having kids, not having kids, doing missions, not not doing missions. I mean, those are all, um, you know, there there's no way to say what is right and um, what is wrong. But when there's a difference in values, you 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 have to either overcome that um or you know you you have to um let that person go like one of my friends she uh she dated a guy and she was called to to do missions in greece and she was dating a a guy in uh in in her home country and um he didn't want to go and he just was not just that he wasn't called to missions. I think he was more, an, more anti-missions, you know? Mm-hmm. So she There's had to make a choice. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she had to make, make, make a choice, you know, do I let go of my calling or do I let go of this, uh, of this guy? And she, and she let the guy go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so that brings up a whole other point of like, you know, inviting got into the conversation of, um, sometimes it might not work because of something like that, like what God is calling you to. And it could be that God is calling you away from somebody or towards somebody. So what can we kind of, um, how can we wrap our brains around or just talk to the Lord more about whether this is a good, this person might be a good fit or not. Like, do they align with, um, 
who God says is a godly man? Yeah, I, I would definitely say that 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 character is a big part of it. You know, the whole uh, fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. um, and making sure that their that that their character and their faith is is uh, is strong. I mean, one of my lines is, "Don't date someone you have to disciple." You know, uh, if, if you're their spiritual teacher, that that isn't a, a good thing. So um, that you're uh, that you're equally yoked, not just with someone who says that they're they're they're, they're a Christian, but they have a similar, you know, that they're at a similar place in their in their faith as mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So that's yeah, not that's, stringing someone along or what they call it missionary dating. Oh, well, they're not. They're not quite there yet, but they will, you know, I can bring them to church and we can figure it out. You know, there's some things that you have to align on conversations, I guess, that you also have to have when you're dating to figure all of that out. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know where someone's at in their faith until you go on a few dates. You know, I mean, some, some, sometimes it works, you know, where people date people that aren't uh, going to church that, that don't know Jesus and they come to know Christ during that, uh, relationship. I have heard many stories of, of that at the same time. It's, I'd say it's very dangerous and, um, you're gambling. So sometimes it works, but oftentimes it, it, it doesn't. Right. Like almost, you know, God can use any situation and, and stories yes. like that are super awesome, but not, uh, doing it with the intent of, oh, well, God can can save them. Absolutely. But not right. doing yep. it with the intention, like going in with that purpose of, yep. <laughs> because you just don't know. Yeah. Uh, just uh, stay, you know, if it's someone that you like, just stay friends with, with them. And, um, you know, if they end up coming to, to the Lord, then, you know, that's awesome. But you're not in a hurry. You know, if you're in your early 20s and, you know, so if someone has, if, if God has put someone on, on your heart, I want to to honor that, but give them the time, give them the space to make a choice for, for God and then date. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. So mm-hmm. is there any kind of last encouragement maybe you have for, you know, since I do have a lot of listeners um, just kind of in their 20s, but just such a big time of kind of dating and figuring it out and trying and seeing how it goes. Um, I guess what encouragement do you just have for ladies on the other side of it? Like what's something you're like, I would like for women to know this. I would say, you know what, um, that it's okay to uh, initiate with uh, a guy. Like, like if there's someone that you like, it's it's okay to ask them to to do some something. Um, there was a woman that I knew, and she liked the guy for like two years, mm-hmm. and she was frustrated because he wasn't asking her out. And I said to her, I said, "Why don't you um, ask him to do some something, or at least tell him how you feel?" And she's like, "Oh, I I don't want to pursue him." I'm like that's not pursuing. You're just, you're, you're initiating, (laughs) you're, you're initiating. I mean, going on, asking someone to go see a movie or go for a walk or uh, go for a hike. That's not pursuing. I mean, most of the guys that you want, if you kind of throw it out there once or twice or, or, or a few times, most of the guys that, 
women actually want are going to pick up what you're throwing down. And then <laughs> at that point, they, uh, they should ask you out. But if they don't, uh, then uh, they may not, they're probably not the guy that, that you actually want to go out with. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Just kind of leaving hints. Cause I think that sometimes, <laughs> no offense to the male species, you kind of have to be opened up to the idea where you may not have thought of, Oh wait, Oh, she actually might like me. Oh, I would have had no idea. You know, you have to be a little bit more explicit sometimes with like, Hey, we should get coffee sometime, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And if, and if like this one, um, yeah. And the one woman that, that I was talking about, you know, if, if, if she shared her feelings, I mean, that's pretty direct, but mm -hmm. that at least would re would release her to mm -hmm. move on. Um, you know, and I True. think that, um, that's the key, you know, is, is you're, you're trying to gain, gain information to go forward or to pursue some, someone else. Yeah, that's good. Because then at least, like you said, you know, kind of you've put yourself out there and just like anything, you know, the worst that can happen is that they say, no, I'm sorry. I don't feel the same way, but thank you for sharing, you know, <laughs> like that's the worst yeah. rather yeah. than for years being like, I wonder, I wonder. Yeah. And, and every guy that I know who has a woman that has told them at some point that, um, they like them. Every guy that I know has been flattered. So even though they've not been, you know, maybe they weren't at the at, at the same place. Most guys are will be like, "Thank you, wow, that that's that is bold. That that is that is brave. That took a lot of courage." Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so it's true. Gonna, it's not yeah. like they're going to be like, "She's such a freak. Why did she tell me that?" <laughs> no way. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I I have more respect. Yeah, if if uh, a woman shares how 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 she feels, yeah, I I have mad props mm -hmm. because women can easily get in their heads and think, you know, of the million different ways that it could go wrong, why they shouldn't, you know, um, think of every worst case scenario possible. And ultimately, like you said, most, most guys will just be flattered by it. Yes. 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 So that's, and you know, you know, yep. Like yeah. that's the worst thing that can happen is that they might say it no. Is. <laughs> And then you have what, what you need to make, uh, to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And that's important just to, uh, free your heart. So I would say women go, go for it. Don't worry about the Hollywood script. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I, I say that if you've been married for 50 years, you're not going to look back and say, you know, Oh, I, I wish that this would have, I mean, it's, it's, it's about getting married. It's not following a, you know, five, uh, following like an ironclad uh, mm. approach to how you get there. So it, yeah. So in, so in the book, I, I, I just lay out like my thing is, is there's no one right way to date. There's just many wrong ways. Mm -hmm. So God gives us a big yard to date and you just have, have to find what, what works for, for you. Yeah. I like that. So I guess my last dating question then would be, and I like, I like that statement as I was reading your book about like, there are, you know, there's no one right way and the Bible doesn't really talk about it, but there are some wrong ways to do it. How do you feel about, um, in 2021, there are a lot of dating apps out there. Like, what do you feel about that? And, um, 
like how can Christians, like should Christians venture into that realm and, and what's a good way to do it? Yeah, I think different apps have different, uh, different goals. Um, I, I would say that you, you pay for what you get. So the ones that are free, um, maybe you should be a little bit more careful on, on, on those. But if you pay for one, it kind of weeds out, you know, a lot of um, people. But I, I would say go, in, go into it with the focus on meeting sooner than later. Mm-hmm. So even though it's, it, I don't think that online dating is a good word because no one should be like online dating, dating. Mm-hmm. It, it, it should be like online meeting or online connecting and then you date, but there's mm-hmm. no on, actual online dating. So the key is to meet sooner. So if you talked with them a few times, chatted with, with them on the app, um, go out for a coffee, go for a walk. If you don't know them, make sure it's in the, in the, daytime or uh, bring a friend you know mm-hmm. uh so be safe but um yeah so you don't want to get or think you because the because the problem is is if you chat with them for like two three four weeks uh you may think you actually know them but the mm-hmm. real information you need is that in-person uh right. experience right i like that you know because it it can be easy with um, everything that's gone on with COVID, different things to kind of almost make the excuse of not meeting in person anymore. Um, and there are still ways to do it. I think that we just can often, you know, make that excuse or it can be easier for us to, um, just in, in today's culture to get, like you said, just chat for weeks and weeks and not actually meet and have like a good in-person conversation, which is important. Yeah. 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 So it's just uh meeting, getting that, getting that in-person and the in-person information and a- avoid the, the E, the E relationships uh, mm-hmm. and um, prayerfully narrow people down. When, when I was on a website, maybe like five or 10, 10 years ago, like I was, um, you know, chatting with different people and it, and it got to be that there were so many people that I couldn't tell who was who. And I, for, I, uh, for, forgot what, what this one told, told me before. So it's easy to maintain, you know, five, 10 conversations, but I, I think that that makes things a, a little bit more confusing. So I, so I would just prayerfully give it to God and ask him really, is, is this someone that, that, um, I should be talking to because mm-hmm. otherwise I think it can be overwhelming mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. There's like you said, if you have 10 different people that you're chatting with, it's like, you don't remember and it's not as personal, you know, if you're, if you're really trying to find somebody that you could, the ultimate goal that you could marry and you're, and you're giving 10 different people your attention, it's not really going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. So We're yeah. Trying just, to. Right. <laughs> pray pray god yes god cares Mm, i like you know being reminded of that even though he didn't necessarily talk much about it in his word like god cares um about our relationships and whether that's Mm -hmm. friendships in dating and in who we're married to like god cares about that so that's a good reminder yeah 
Amen. And, you know, uh, I always say, get some wise counsel. You know, dating in the West is often such a private affair. And I'd say, man, you know, it's really a community thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, your friends, your, 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 your parents, you know, they, they, they care about you and they might know you better than you think. So if you're right. questioning someone or, or if you're on online or, you know, uh, show them, show them who you're, ta- <clears throat> excuse me, show them who you're talking to mm-hmm. and, um, you know, ask, ask them for, for their advice. Right. Yeah. Cause <laughs> especially if they're older and wiser than you, a lot of times they have a better judgment of character and <laughs> in, in who they're, who they know that might fit with you. Well, yeah. Yeah. So find some sages, find some, you know, pastor counselor friends and just, uh, in, invite them. I know it can be kind of, kind of embarrassing, you know, mm-hmm. um, and if you're online, um, have them actually look at your profile too. Yeah. And then ask, ask that question like, hey, does that sound like, like me? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, does that represent me well? Mm-hmm. That's a good one too. Yeah, for sure. I like that. Well, thank you for all that amazing advice. And just, you know, it can be, it can be a weird conversation to have um, that's not talked about a whole lot in the church necessarily. Um, maybe in some young adult, young adult realms, but, um, so I really appreciate it. Um, You're so welcome. next I kind of wanted to, <laughs> to know, like, what are you <laughs> like reading, listening to watching? Like, what are you enjoying as far as any of those? Yeah. You know, um, uh, my mentor was a, uh, professor of family therapy therapy. And he told me, he, he basically took, took me under his wing for like mm. 17 years. Awesome guy pa- passed away way too, too early. Mm. But he, he said to, um, you know, search for a spouse, like, like you would a calling. So, um, I've been thinking about that and that, you know, getting married is part of your calling. So God cares about your purpose. God cares about your calling. So he cares about who, who, who we marry. So with that, um, and with what I do uh, overseas, I've been thinking a lot about uh, um, this idea of calling. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm reading right now. um, uh, What's that book by uh, put me on the spot. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Oh, the Andy Crouch, the Andy uh, yes. Crouch book. Um, um, it's Culture Maker. Culture there we go. Maker. You got it. <laughs> culture Maker. Yeah. Love so it. that's that's uh, that's actually really a uh, really fascinating book, and it's all about how we create culture. Like as Christians, our our job isn't just to respond to to culture or try to like use the culture to like, let's say to share the gospel. I mean, those might not be bad things, but, but really we, we are called to uh, create culture. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I like, I like that guy. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. 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 Yes. Good book. Yes. I'll put that in our show notes too, along with your book. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yours yeah, yours so, can go first. <laughs> ah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I read many uh, dating books. Oh my gosh, probably. And, and, and what was cool is I, I was actually going to write this book with uh, my mentor. 
but mm. then he then he passed away of um cancer about mm. four four years ago so i just took up took up the reins and mm-hmm. finished it yeah good for yeah. you love it then lastly what is refreshing you these days anything that's just given you life oh I'm in Colorado, just got back from Athens, Greece, uh, two days ago, um, <laughs> visiting my friends, staying at their wonderful house. It's right next to the mountains and in Colorado Springs. I have a view of Pikes Peak, a uh, beautiful That's open awesome. space where you can walk and run and, and, and hike. So I'm very blessed to uh, be, be here and just being in this nice, quiet. I mean, Athens is awesome. Uh, it's a great city, lots of stuff going, going on, 5 million people, but now it's, it's just quiet. <laughs> it's yeah. really nice. Good to step to away for here. a minute. Yeah. Yes. So it's nice. It's, yeah. it's nice to be here. Yeah. And the weather in Colorado It's usually, I don't know if it's, if it's hot right now, but it's usually really nice this time of year versus yes. yep. I'm in Texas and it feels like 104. So uh yeah it's a beautiful thing colorado's 300 days of of sun low humidity awesome oh yeah yeah. that's awesome well thank you so much for coming on today eric and just kind of encouraging us in this topic i really appreciate it you're very welcome emma thanks so much for having me You guys, I am so thankful for the time Eric spent with us, and I just pray that his words are emboldening and clarifying to you. So have a great week and stay fresh, my people.